and welcome back to Back to the Film. Uh, this week, Rob Blue and I will be taking a look at the 2019 film 1917. I hope you like what you hear. If you do, please take the time to rate and review us. And if you want to get in touch, leave a suggestion. The uh, email is backtothefilm20 at gmail.com. Uh, as always, listen on after after the show for uh, uh, just general chit chat. All right, cheers, bye. Let's talk about 1917 because we, otherwise, it will drift out of our minds and we forget all about it. This is the 2019 film 1917, directed by Sam Men uh, Sam Mendes, and uh, based on a on a sort of like amalgamation of true-ish stories that his grandfather told him about his uh, experiences of the First World War. Now, um, out of the out of the out of the gates, what's your first impressions of this film? Very well put together. I loved it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You loved it. I, I thought it, yeah. I thought it was a very sort of good film. It was very well casted. Um, it had uh, a very good storyline. Very easy to follow. Um, I, I say an all round interesting, and, and you could you could imagine it that sort of thing going on as being a true story. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. it also sort of. Uh, was it how many? How many was it? Sort didn't they sort of like dig? Was it something like eighteen miles of trenches to film the film it or something like that? They they dug a certain amount of miles of trenches, didn't they? Yeah, I, I I thought, well, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna dis, uh, just completely disagree with you, but the figure that I came up with was one point eight miles of trenches, and and they did it with a JCB, and they said it was the hardest thing they'd ever done. I'm not saying they may have done eighteen miles, but. Uh, but the, like, the one that I've, yeah. Fantastically well done, Scott. It was so realistic looking. The trenches were right. They got the differences between the German and the British trenches down right. They got the uniforms and the how it was all. It just, yeah, it was visually fantastic. Yeah, I should give a bit, 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 bit I mean, for the, anyone that hasn't, that's listening that hasn't seen uh, 1917, it's about two Lance Corporals, Lance Corporal, uh, Blake and Schofield, who were given a mission to carry uh, orders across the front line into German territory and basically out the other side to uh, uh, another British general uh, telling them not to attack because the Germans have set a trap. And it's basically the film is all about the exploits that they get up to as they're doing this journey. But um, how far did how far was their journey supposed to be in this film? I can't, was it was it mild? There. Not that many miles, no, no. But I must admit, uh, did I went to see this at the cinema? Did I go and see it with with you, Rob? No, I went by myself. Right, okay. That's what I remember. I, I remember around that time we'd been to, been to the cinema, hadn't we? And I think it was. Um... You went with Jack. I think you went oh. with Jack, and then and you come back, and then you was a bit disappointed. Yes, I was. Uh, in so it well, uh, yeah, slight and. Slightly, I mean, don't get me wrong. Any film, like I think I said at the time, any film that gets uh, someone of Jack's age and Jack's generation talking about the film, uh, talking about what went on during World War One, is fantastic. But there, uh, there were some parts of the uh, of the film that I thought uh, didn't do it for me. But on second watch, it is uh, a good film, a, a really good film, and deserves all the um, accolades that it got. But there, there were a couple of. Um, Issues with it, but but some of them may be me uh, um, as, as much as anything else. But um, it's like uh, one of the uh, the two Lance Corporals, which Schofield is the one that actually gets to, is he the one that dies? I, mean, I know we're going to come to that and spoil it, but uh, 
Is he the one that gets killed? Forgotten now. Forgotten I now. I think it... Uh, let me... Uh, Richard... Um, Lieutenant Joe... But yes, no, it's Blake. It's Blake that gets killed. I, uh, he Quite a new actor, isn't he? Not... Um, not uh, not that well known, and uh, it took me a while to get my head around the fact they were trying to talk as they would have talked back then in 1917 and that sort of thing. Because uh, I found some of the uh, some of the some of his dialogue to be quite sort of wooden. But on second watch, I sort of got my head uh, around it, and that he was just trying to be like someone from 1917. That is how they used to talk um, like that. They were also, I mean, you looked, they were exhausted, they were shocked, they were oh worn. Christ, yeah, mm. they were just. Constantly worn down by it. Yeah. The beginning scene and the ending scene being exactly the same when all he wants to do is sleep. They've yes, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. they did. I, you know, I can't remember what they call it, but they did this film in in, uh, in in basically a continuous shot, didn't they? It was what obviously there were different takes and that sort of thing, but it literally just follows them on this um, on this journey, doesn't it? And I, I thought that part of the film was really good as well because there were no cuts to this and cuts to that it was really did look like one continuous uh shot journey that they that they both went on yeah but um no i, from, I, from... I enjoyed the whole film i thought it was brilliantly well shot and I, I like the way it it sort of reflected the fact that he was hearing these stories when he was a child with all the references to the germans if you look at nearly all of them they were dark faceless and bad none of the germans mm. were, they were never really shown in any detail and particularly when there he's walking through the town at the end of uh, when the burning buildings, but they're just a sort of shadow chasing him. That, that sort of yeah. child's fear of the enemy. I thought that was yeah. brilliant. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. The, 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 but the, I thought the scene, you still there, Blue? You've gone very quiet. Yeah, yeah. I'm just It was filmed near Stonehenge, wasn't it? Some of it. Yeah. Some of it was, yeah. Because I remember that there being, um, obviously, this is a while ago, but I remember, um, I think it was back in. Uh, seven, 2017 or 2018 when it when it was filmed that they were putting out a um there was an advert for um uh, extras and that sort of thing and I, I said uh, to I remember having a conversation with Sue that I'd be too old to be an extra uh, I think because I think it may have been Sue that showed showed me the advert I think Jack would have been slightly <laughs> slightly too young sort of thing but uh, you you as an extra God. But no, no, they were they were asking for thousands of extras, weren't they? To you know, just put, not yeah. basically to put on a because uh, you quite often see that um, in the papers. I don't know if you ever follow that sort of thing, but um, so, you know, I always think it'd be, it'd be good fun day out sort of business. But I'd, I'd imagine it's bloody boring once you get your um, uh, uniform or clothes that you're told to wear. You're doing a lot of standing about and possibly and they wouldn't they wouldn't have a microphone big enough for you. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Well, well, you know, you, you and your big mic, and sort of how close you are to your big mic, they wouldn't be able to sort of. Yeah, I'm not sure. No. They're giving him a speaking part, Blake. I want, I want to go. Yeah, an extra. There's <laughs> an extra. There's a climb, climb up that bank. <laughs> My coordination. I put, fall down three times like a three fingered sloth trying to get up there or something. But uh, like I said, I said to Sue, I'd have been too old for the part for it, and and uh, Jack would have been slightly too young, but. Uh, but um, no, I always look out for that sort of thing, just a, just as a sort of an experience and a, as a day out and what have you. You could but, be, um, uh, you, you could be, sorry, sorry, Rob, sorry, Rob, you seem to be the one coming out with something regarding the film. Please repeat it. I'm just saying they used them really well. They made the numbers up when he's squatting yeah. in the trenches or the attacks. 
the, the amounts of people there made you sort of realise the scale. Yeah, definitely. But then but, it also, I think the film also made you realise. You think to yourself, God, them poor, them poor people, them poor um, soldiers that were made to go over that bank just to get shot straight away. Yes, uh, yeah. And and also, if you was front line, you got alcohol every day, didn't you? But if you wasn't right. front line, you get alcohol. Was it once a week or something, or once every other day? That's right. Yeah, they stole and drank plenty. It used to be a thing. Really? That You'd have to, go, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have a day for people to recover. But um, I mean, the the uh, post traumatic stress uh, and it must well, God knows how many poor devils were shot. You know, for not for desertion, but for you know. Physically and mentally not being able to... Yeah, cowardice, they used to call it then, didn't they? But uh, goodness knows how many were shot on the basis of, not, you know, just physically and mentally not well, being able to go over the... We've seen the in the interwar yeah, years. Yeah, what... Shell shot survivors. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah terrible. Because uh, what was that one that... Um, uh, who... Uh, they did that one, They Shall Not Be Forgotten, that was out last year. Have you seen that one? Which is the remastered uh, footage of the actual... Blokes yeah. sat in the trenches and that sort of thing. That's that's a that's worth a watch, isn't it? Um, is. Who did it? J- Jackson. Uh, what's his, um, the director? Yeah. Jackson did um, it, didn't he? Peter Jackson. But that's yeah. that's really worth a watch because it's usually on BBC Two at some point, isn't it? Uh, every so often. And if it comes on again and you haven't seen it, Blue, I'd thoroughly recommend it. They shall not be forgotten. It's really worth it. All but, right, um, gotcha. <coughs> but anyway, but, um, back to this film. Back to this film, yeah. As I, I think you mentioned it earlier, Rob. The difference between the um, or the British or the Allied uh, trenches and the German trenches was absolutely uh, stark, wasn't it? Theirs were all had concrete shuttering and 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 this, that, and the it other. Was, whereas the oh, bunk beds, the... yeah. The, but the Germans were holding, weren't they? So they picked the ground they wanted. So they picked the dry ground for a start on the high ground, and they wanted to beat the the Russians. So then they could bring the soldiers over. So they didn't have attentions to attack after. I think. Was it 1915 or early 16 with the last battles of Verdun? They just held the defensive while they waited for soldiers so they could afford to make really complicated while well, the British and the French were trying to slowly crawl forwards. So our trenches yes. were, you get a chance to make anything like to, to, to make them up. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, I mean, the the crossing of no man's land it, uh, when, the, when the two uh, uh, Corporals have to make their way across no man's land. That was pretty, you know, that was a really good depiction of what it must have been like. Obviously, you, you're not going to get the smells and that sort of thing, but it was pretty bloody gruesome, wasn't it? Especially when he said, um, there's a gap in the fence by the lean, leaning man. And of course, there, there, there was, wasn't it? That, uh, bowing man. That's right. Yeah. And use the horses, use the horses as a guide. Or was the scene when he cut his hand on barbed wire and then he fell over and put his hand in a, Decomposing body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dear. Oh. yeah. But yeah. Apparently, that Whoa. was one of the stories that directly from one of the stories that Sam Mendes heard from his grandfather. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh dear. It, it must have been absolutely gruesome. As I wonder, more of the poor devils didn't come back completely uh, changed and what have you in some sort of, some sort of terrible way. But yeah, I mean, but what a way to some... wait. wait. Yeah, sorry. Go on. But in some ways, it shows perhaps how tough they were back then. And sort of, you know, I'm not discarding anything, any one in the army now, because believe me, it's still tough now. But oh, it yeah, sort of, yeah. it, it then puts football, if then puts premiership football players to sort of like, you know, you're thinking, what absolute wetheads. 
Well, Premiership, you know, they'd be too old because the average age of a, a, and you hear a lot of stories like my great great uncle um, went to the war when he was 15. And um, me, I'm not having to go at this generation or anything like that, but I can't because, uh, and they weren't given a choice either, were they? It was, that, that it was no. uh, you got your, you got your papers and you, sorry? Uh, they were saying that, I mean, they weren't recruited until they're 18, but they reckon that the um, under 16 made up at one stage a huge portion of the British Army because they pretended to be old enough because they thought they wanted to join in. They felt it was their all duty. Their duty. And records, the ages are much higher than they probably were. Oh, right. Okay. But could you see this generation um, doing the same sort of thing? Because uh, nope. no... No, no offense to this generation. Uh, uh, um, I'd have probably been been the same when I was younger. But um, and, and certainly during this COVID business, has shown me that 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 uh, you know there's a large proportion of the population that aren't up, wouldn't be up to this sort of thing. They'd be far too you know me me me. I'm not going, and 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 uh, and that's it. But back then, it was a, it was a different uh, you know it was it was a duty. It was a well for, for a lot of them until they got out there. It was a bloody uh, honor. I want to serve and all that sort of thing, wasn't it? But uh, well, you can't forget thing that um, yeah, Jackson one. The beginning of that was that a lot of the people who joined, they wouldn't let them go out and fight straight away because they had to put a stone or two on them because they were undernourished. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. So there's a way to get food. Yes, for some of that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. There's all that side to it as well. Yeah, but but when did we? When did they? I mean, what a way to fight a war, just two bloody lines, two trenches and people going over the top and getting um, cut to pieces with different you know, machine guns and bombs and Christ knows what. When when did that sort of warfare, you know, stop and, and to be move on to the more sort of like skirmishes and all that sort of thing? And, and uh, uh, well, I mean, World War Two, we still had instances like that. It's just the attacking defensive weaponry became so much stronger. But if you look at the... Um, when they were coming out from D-Day, the British and American casualty rates were some of the times the German casualty rates were just as high as battles in the First World War. So yeah. At least you could move. You had aircraft and tanks which made it move, but the casualty rates were still huge. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I mean, I, I suppose that you've got, we've got the privilege of being able to look back on it, but the, when you think uh, that a lot of these decisions to go uh, to go over the top were made by... Um, generals and what have you that were sometimes sort of five miles behind the line. I had no idea. Probably a lot of them had no idea what the you know the physics of it all were. And probably I well, hope I'm not doing them injustice. The war, but it was horrible. By the end of the war, though, if you look at um, the most successful period of military history in British Army history, it's the end of the war. You know, call it 100 days or something. Constant battles and constant moving forward. They worked out how to do it in the end. Yeah. Because they were, they spent a huge amount of um, uh, effort on, on digging tunnels and, and excavating out underneath the German lines, didn't they? And then putting masses of yeah, and then blowing blowing up the bunkers from underneath. There was some huge explosions out there, weren't there? That, that uh, when you go out, when you sit watch a program now, the sort of like the the cavity left in the in the middle of a field where they you know dug out and put all these explosives under the Germans was. Uh, phenomenal the amount of work that went into it uh, went into it but um but uh yeah no it, it was uh like i said that part of the film was really really good yeah i, I find it hard i mean the only bit of the film that seems slightly juddering is when they uh, they rescue that pilot and then he stabs him it's just, it's, why 
the yeah. bastard. Yeah, be relieved to get out. That's one of those that sort of makes it still. Yeah, but maybe he feared for his life. Maybe he didn't want to become a prisoner or something like that. It's possible. I don't really know. But, but that that was the one bit that just sort of stuck out. It wasn't really. I think that was just a. Another way of showing the Germans of being bad and dark and that sort of thing, because like you said, there were no good stories about the, the not that they can have a good story against the the opposition in a war, but there was no sort of redeeming stories at all about the Germans, were there? Every instance the German could do something bad, wrong, or evil was there. Yes, like when in the yeah. Town and he has to kill. He kills that German when they're fighting. He gave him a chance to be quiet, but he refused. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yes, you're right. Yeah, he sort of he was trying to make him be quiet, and and he wouldn't. And then the other drunk one came back in. The only the only part of the film that I thought, yeah, this is a bit of um, poetic license, which all films have, is when they went into the they sort of crossed the lines, gone into the German sort of bunker system, and then went underground, where you know through the German sort of underground barracks and that sort of thing. I, I, to me, I would have thought, you know, hell. On high water, you wouldn't drag me into those underground uh, barracks if I was trying was to make my... underground barracks were safe. Within what it was, you couldn't get the snipers, the shells couldn't get you. I suppose there's that side yes. of it. That just goes to prove how soft men are today compared to what they were back in then. You just yeah, I suppose the it does. Adam, you? Yeah. Well, I have, yeah, because I wouldn't have got to me. I'd have thought it would be booby trapped and God knows what else, and and uh, to, to, I. I didn't see the need to, like you said, though, there could have been snipers and and whatever you were uh, hanging about. But, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I would, I would have avoided going down into those underground tunnels like the, like the plague myself. But, uh, as you, yeah, as you write, Blue, it just shows my metal compared to these two, uh, Lance Corporals. And, and, and you couldn't have played one of them Lance Corporals in the film either, because I don't think they would have allowed you to wear jeans in your work boots. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> they. Yeah, you'd have to wear a uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, yeah. I, well, that's that's why I wasn't taken up with my offer as an extra. So yeah, I said no. I've got I've got what I like to wear, and that's that will do me. But I, I could be wrong. They cut out two thousand five hundred feet of trenches around the filming locations on Salisbury Plain. Yeah, I, I have no idea what that is in miles. But, uh, Come on, Rob. You know that. What's two thousand five hundred feet in, in miles, Rob? I don't know. I think it's about right, one point eight miles. One point eight sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so maybe I got. Maybe I did, just thought there was was not a point there, and that's why I thought eighteen miles. Yeah, that's easily done. Easily done. Yeah, definitely. But uh, where did we get to with this? Yeah, the bit. Um, like you said in the. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to get the German to be quiet, and the other drunk one comes in. Yeah, have a bit of a set to. And then he meets that uh, girl with the baby, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, Hiding and you way. wonder you wonder how she hid there with all them Germans that would would have been surrounding there. Germans probably knew about them because they they didn't let people leave the villages and towns, did they? They probably wanted services. But then yeah. wouldn't them w- women been raped and all sort of quite probably stuff like because that wasn't her baby, was it? No. It was someone else's baby. That's right. Yeah, she didn't know the name of the baby. So yeah, it's a, a very harrowing. It made you think about sort of what what life was like back then, and and you could picture it by watching that film. Yeah, 
because um, the, the, like I said, the the two main characters were were pretty much unknown. Although uh, one of them I've seen in a couple of other things, George McKay. I think I've seen him. But I think one of the things that lifts this film is that whenever it needed a a bigger named actor like um, Colin Firth, Andrew Scott, or or um, well Benedict Cumberbatch, and um, who was the other chap? Mark Strong. I thought he delivered his. He only had a couple of lines, but he really delivered them well, didn't he? Because he came across um, Schofield just after Blake had been stabbed, and he basically said, "You know, it doesn't do to dwell on it." Uh, and then um, was it he gave him the advice of when you when you pass over the orders, make sure you have witnesses because some people yeah. just like the fight, don't they? Which was just sound advice. I, I when you when you think about it, but uh, yeah, it, 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 uh, the way that this film sort of drops. Drops in a big actor was really good. I don't think there was a, a dodgy performance. Everyone, yeah, I mean, lots of them only had bit parts, but everyone did it well. Yes, yeah, definitely. I do want to know. I mean, uh, was the guy singing? Yes, uh, that's the other bit that got me. That, that uh, considering they, uh, uh, this is just my opinion, that they would have been in a heightened state of readiness and what have you, and yet he was able to, you know, uh, walk up the you know, the bank from the river. And they were all just uh, watching this chap have uh, singing. I thought that's a bit OTT. Surely, you know, he would have been um, confronted by someone on watch or something like that. But you know, who knows what goes on in those sort of situations back then? But... Yeah, you don't know. I mean, I'm also amazed over the idea of they cut that much trench. Those soldiers in overnight, following them down when he goes down the trench, you can see how the extent of what was cut away in the chalk. Yes, I know it yeah. can't be done, but. Have you ever had to dig through chalk? No. It's not, e- not easy, is it? No, it's bloody well not. Christ, it was, uh, must have been a no. right bloody hard work. I know there are plenty of blokes there to do it, but Christ, it was bloody hard I mean, work. Well, them trench- how, how deep were them trenches? I mean, just imagine doing all that ah. by hand, then then doing the, sa- the sandbags. soldiers you had. There's tales what of the war. The Gurkhas had some trenches beginning of the war, but the Gurkhas were considerably shorter, so they dug them to head below head height with a firing step. Then when British soldiers walked down and there were snipers could get them. So in the end they had three uh. Gurkhas out fighting. Because the trenches were just too not deep enough or if they went into a, a British trench they couldn't see over the top. Oh. Looking at those there German trenches, every, everyone would have been buggered, wouldn't they? Well, they Germans were had proper... fire, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The well, the Germans always seem to take uh, war a bit more seriously than everybody else, don't they? Well they're quite well organised, aren't they? They're quite well organised, aren't they? Yeah. When they get going, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and they, and they're sort of their engineering's always been sort of you know very good. You, you know, you wouldn't think I work for a German company, but yeah, I, I, I sort of um. <laughs> yeah, you want to watch what you say, Christ. Well, I'm saying all good things, aren't I? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But don't uh, don't say anything that could be mistaken both ways. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble. Taken away for uh, was it that 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 BBC commentator's got to have um. Uh, take it away to be re-educated on how to um, commentate. Oh, the Chinese sort of do that re- well. <laughs> re-educated. It sounds like something from a sci-fi film, doesn't it? When someone's but it's, said the wrong thing or whatever. It, it just makes you think, though, right? It's with all the technology and all the engineering that the sort of Germans had in World War One and Two. How, but how they still lost numbers. Well, sh- I think boots, num- numbers, numbers, not it? Got oil as well. They were cut off in the First World War completely. They were starving as a nation. And then you think about where they'd fought the Russians. Yeah, they'd sort of won there. And they'd, they'd guard it. So there's loads of troops there. And then the Americans turn up. Then almost limit the supply of infantry. 
and the Germans were just worn out. If you look at yeah. the it was attrition that got them, wasn't it? What and was the first world? What was the cause of the first world war? I was trying to explain to Jackets, but in a nutshell, as far as far as I was, it was basically an argument between two royal families as much as anything else. Is is that if, right? Or I'll give you the horrible histories one if you want. It makes it simple. It yeah, go for it. A Serb shot a Austrian in Bosnia, which meant that Austro-Hungary invaded Serbia. Now Serbia was joined in a treaty with Russia, which meant Russia went to war with uh, Austro-Hungary. Austro-Hungary was in a treaty with Germany, which meant Germany had to fight the Russians. Now, the Russians were in a treaty with France, which meant the French had to fight the Germans and the Austro-Hungarians. But the British didn't have to join in unless the Germans invaded Belgium because we guaranteed Belgian neutrality. But to attack the French, the Germans went through Belgium, which meant the British joined in to fight the Germans and the Austro-Hungarians. Wow, look at that. Well, in a nutshell, do you remember that off the top of your head? <laughs> yeah. Is that off the fantastic. top of your head? Yeah. If you want to watch Horrible oh, yeah. Histories, why did First World War start? They do the funniest version of that ever. It's brilliant. Yeah. Also, another yeah, that, uh, joke. Watch World War. I uh, read World War One as a bar fight on the internet. Brilliant. Oh right, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a look at that. Yeah. God, not only a film review, a fact. You know the what facts people must ooze out of these some podcasts. I still don't know yeah, why it's yeah. very well, very well put there, Rob. I, I, I um give you ten out of ten for that. Yeah, anyway. yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was very impressive. I knew you were you a bit of a, a war historian. I didn't realise you were that uh, that that good on the on the facts. Yeah, you've well a, done. You've actually made um Adam go a little bit quieter if you hear a tone in his voice. <laughs> uh, I think you might have hurt him there by sort of getting in a super fact. Uh, I think you're forgetting who asked him. I knew I knew uh, which of my two colleagues would be the one to go to to ask for. And um, a fact I know I'd have as a phone a friend if I ever got on who wants to be a millionaire. Right. That's fine by me. Oh, I don't sort <laughs> of um, betray myself as a Mr. Sort of know it all. But, oh, uh, thank you, Lee. That's fine. You say, I'll you leave that, I'll leave that to Rob's you. Know Not know it all. Maybe uh, knowledgeable. <laughs> knowledgeable, maybe. <laughs> a very but, um, sort of broad, very broad knowledge, sort of on lots of different facts and bits and bobs. But uh, yeah, so we're getting towards the end of the film. Sorry, useless trivia I can do anything useful. In there. I'm I'm a I'm a wealth of useless information. I'm often being told that. But um, we're getting towards the end of the film, aren't we? And and, and uh, I remember, <coughs> oh excuse me, in the cinema, um, leaning over to Jack at the bit where he's um uh he's sort of trying to get to the to the uh I think um the major or whoever it is to to. to Colonel to get the to get the final you know final message into his hand and what have you and I, I remember when he was walking he was sort of tearing down the trench and then he sort of looks at the top of the trench and looks down and looks up again looks down and I said I remember whispering to Jack in the in the cinema I hope he's not thinking of doing what I think he's thinking of doing and sure enough he went up when they blew the whistles he started running along the trench didn't he but uh, but um, that that bit where he runs into um, something gets knocked over by someone wasn't uh scripted at all it was uh they decided to keep it in because it looked quite realistic the way he got knocked over a couple of times did he get knocked over a couple of times or just the, just the one that's right yeah yeah that's right they they decided to leave all that in because it looked uh you know quite realistic well a lot of it they did sort of like one take on didn't they they took the first shot that's right to make yeah it more realistic yeah to, to, yeah which is uh yeah there aren't many films that have been done like this. There are a couple of others, but I can't, they don't spring to mind um, 
right now. But uh, no, this is the way this this film was shot was really good. But uh, I must I mean, admit, I've, go on. You got to say you got to say to yourself, it's up there in one of the best war films. Oh yeah, I think it's better. I think it's better than Dunkirk. Yes, yeah. I'd say it's better than Dunkirk. Um, not quite up. The, I uh, it it would have needed a bit more. Um, for me anyway, it would have needed a bit more action to be up in the up with up with Saving Private Ryan. But uh, a really good film. It's got to be up there in the top three or four, I think, isn't it? Uh, easily, easily. Well, they've, don't they reckon it's one of the best war films in the twenty first century? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I'd, I'd go along with that. I'd go along. I mean, uh, so it's probably the second best World War One film I've ever seen. What's the what's the yeah. number one? The original All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, no, I think you've mentioned that one before. Yeah. I'm not, I must make a point. Is that the one in German or the or the other yeah, one? Yeah, one in German. Because it's right. it still seems to have the horror and the characters and the actors and everyone. They've lived for it. Yeah. So is that in subtitles? Yeah. Yeah, no. I wouldn't watch it then, would I? No. But uh but are we we're at a point to um to mark this one, aren't we? Well, it's, I don't think we can't do any, we can't dish it. We can't sort of be negative about it because uh, there isn't anything to be negative about. Um, uh, it was a, it was an all round magical film, wasn't it? Good film. Very good film. Yeah. I'll, I'll come out the, come out the gate with a mark. I'm going to give it a solid mm, 8.5. No, we're not doing 0.5. I'm just going to give it a solid 8. What? Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for a 10 and I'll say it's, to be honest, um, from the films that we've watched, I would say it's in my top three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And and uh, Mr. Sentence. I'm going to second blue. It's a ten. I, visually, it was spectacular. The story was great. It it brought out the sort of industrialization of war and the horror of it all, but still keeping it personal. I don't think there's anything yeah. film better. I don't know how you could have marked it an eight. I mean, cheapest creepers. No, but no, I, mean, I I had a couple of issues with it, which I which I've highlighted, and and, and uh, I guess I'm biased because I'm I'm uh, I'd like to review at some point Saving Private Ryan, and I think that would get my uh, ten as a war film, although it's the Second World War. But no, this uh, this film is is 110 percent worth a watch. Uh, it's you know. You, you could watch it with members of your family, because uh, although it's gruesome, it's realistic gruesome. It's not uh, uh, violence for the I, sake of I, violence. It's. I sat down and watched it with Etsuko, and her comments were it was just breathless. It didn't stop. It just kept going. And it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I can imagine anyone. I can't see how anyone could watch this film and not enjoy it, unless they're uh, you know just. Um, Anti-war and and war and war the, the war films just aren't their thing. But anyone else is going to watch this and be uh, be a, you know and, and probably learn a lot from it. I, I should think. Yeah, it was a gr- I mean, great film. It, it, I, I'm a sort of a bit annoyed myself, myself because sort of growing up, my granddad he he never really spoke about war. No. I mean, he obviously he was in World War Two. Um, I think he was a sergeant, and then. He had a fight with someone in an Italian bar and got made put down to a corporal or something like that. Although he nicked his gun, he was fighting but, up Italy. Yeah, oh, but he didn't. He, he didn't really talk about the stories behind it. And you think to yourself, there's so much history that's gone 
because you know obviously the stories but obviously people that go to war sometimes don't like to talk about it because obviously the bad yeah. memories and stuff like that so it's yeah, it's yeah. difficult isn't it I love it. yeah go on it would have been nice to hear of heard it from him and what he actually went through Yes, yeah. The amount of times I I've thought about, uh, you know, uh, I was talking about doing a different podcast with different people on a different topic of, you know, how did I get here? And I think there's, well, we've lost so many bloody people now uh, uh, due to COVID and that sort of thing. But there are so many interesting stories out there that you, that you you don't realise are at your fingertips, but uh, you know, uh, that are, are there to be told until it's too late. Are you are you on? didn't want to talk about it though because they thought themselves as citizen soldiers they wanted to get the job done get it over and done with and then just get on with their lives they didn't want it to be their lives that's why some of them uh, yeah. are you um are you plugging yourself are you trying to get on to um like south today or something and be like a news a news no. reporter <laughs> no 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 audio but oh, oh audio right yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah sure. uh, are you bringing out a christmas book <laughs> yeah, yeah frosty the snowman but uh, oh, but uh, right. let's let's stay on track, guys. Let's stay on track. We've <laughs> been staying on track for a while. Come on, uh, yeah. yeah. You did, but for I think it was fifty fifty one minutes. I think you do manage. Yay! But, but hang uh, on, <laughs> I, I think we're all a bit careful because I mean he might be seen that like he's being picked on because it always seems to be the focus on poor old Adam, doesn't it? So well, we I have be... had a, I have had an email uh, saying that actually. So. Uh, Oh, so, have you? Yeah. You so, uh, so, so it, it was from a sister, but but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you should find some new friends. <laughs> but, uh, no, does she does she feel that we pick on you? <laughs> yeah, she she did say that you you seem to be uh, um, pretty much uh, there for for baiting me and what have you, but uh, that's that's part of the enjoyment. Oh, bless, bless! But uh, sorry, so, sorry, Adam's sister. But uh, what, what, um, what else? Well, there's nothing, not a lot else to say about this film, isn't it? I think we've done nope. on that. And, uh, Very good. Gonna, yeah, just recommend everybody watches it. Yeah. Right, that was our look at the 2019 film, 1917. Hope you liked what you heard. Listen on, as always, after the tune for uh, general chit-chat. If you want to leave a suggestion for us to watch, then it's backtothefilm20 at gmail.com. And uh, please take the time to rate and review us, as always. It really helps the show, gr- the show grow. All right, cheers. Bye. Yeah, no, it turned out to be a right uh, schmozzle. So uh, what made it, because uh, um, uh, Jack was, uh, I don't know what Jack was doing, but I was trying to do it, and um, uh, I ended up uh, sending emails to myself and then picking up the call and then uh, thinking, oh, that's working. But it's not. Obviously, it was. Uh, it sounded like it was working because I was uh, using the phone right next to the computer, but uh, Bloody, <laughs> it was. I did once. I'd sussed out. I think it was about one o'clock Thursday night, well, Friday morning, when I finally sussed out what it was and got it, got it going. And I nearly sent you both a text. So I thought, you know, it's working. So, way, but I thought, wait, so what, so, so what was it then? Well, it turned out it was uh, Chrome. Uh, uh, the 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 browser Chrome had made uh, an update. 
because Ringer only runs on Chrome or this other thing called Firefox. So I ended up having to download Firefox onto onto my computer. But it's the, the all the the up. Well, I think all the up different updates that have gone on all of a sudden, like the one with the computer and Chrome and that sort of thing. I don't I don't know why it won't work. And uh, I even got in touch with with uh, Ringer, and they didn't know why it wouldn't work. Although they did say they'd had issues with Chrome. So uh, luckily, this uh, this other browser lets it work again. So we're back in business. So what are you on Firefox now? Yeah, I'd never heard of Firefox. I thought, oh, Christ, I'm going to download it and it's going to corrupt everything else. But uh, it doesn't seem to have done anything as yet. Touch wood. It's just another now browser, I, isn't it? I use it for work. Yeah. Dear, yeah. Is it yeah. is it good? Or yeah. I'd never I'd never heard of it before. Actually, I must admit. Well, some yeah, some. Of... Some of my apps don't work on because um, um, Explorer that that's going to be discontinued soon, isn't it? Windows yeah. Explorer, oh, it? it's oh, right, not going right. to be not going to be supported. So um, edge, it's about edge. edge. It's either Edge or um, Firefox. Oh right, right. So a suggestion to save all your favourites from. Windows Explorer to either Firefox or Edge. Edge, right? Okay, okay. Right. I must admit, I I I'd never heard of Firefox. I thought, oh, this is going to be some bloody hacky thing that's going to mess everything up. But uh, it's not. It's quite good actually, isn't it? What did you say? It's going to be some what? Some hacky thing. Oh right, gotcha. Yeah. What what do you you think I said? I'm not commenting. Oh right. Okay. So, uh, before we go any further, um, have any of you two got a uh, reindeer onesie? Oh, sorry? No. No, no sorry uh, about okay. it. No. Uh, let me no. down. I'll best, I'll best go on Amazon and order it then. A reindeer onesie. Right, right okay. Uh, it's... Don't well, ask. If I, if I did, it would be too small for you, Blue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, order it now. Buy now. Oh shit! Has oh, the wife bought, bought it? Oh dear. Yeah. Thanks. That's done. Okay. All right. Tell me. Moving uh, on. That's not a work costume or something you got, is it? Or yeah, yeah. My mates made two go karts, and right. he's made them into made them into sleighs with lights mm-hmm. around them. And then Friday night we've got to, we've got to go one and a half miles of several reindeers on on each sled, and then we've got to tow people in the sled, either a Father Christmas and an elf. Where's this then? What round which? <laughs> no, round Basingstoke. Oh my god! <laughs> on a Friday night when the pubs are sort of open. Yeah, yeah. That, well, this is what. what no. Uh, I don't think spring... the pubs the pubs wouldn't be a problem. They'd be too e- too busy eating their substantial meal. No, 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 no. It's, it's, <laughs> we've, we're we're going to um, bring your own drink. <coughs> I, I've got to configure my, one of my devices that I work with to ensure that both sl- it's two sleds of six people, and we've got to ensure that we stay two and a half meters apart from each other. So I've got one of my social distancing devices. So if we get 
closer than 2.5 and an alarm goes off so we don't get closer than 2.5 meters uh, and this is this is for charity for fun or for yeah just just for fun just someone's hairbrain idea for a christmas your voice it's, you know someone's hairbrain idea for a christmas party yeah um, uh, oh and we're going to stop off somewhere on, on, on route um and, and cook some food so we're either going to make a bonfire or we're going to have a gas stove to cook some sausages i think while remaining yeah. two weeks apart. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna. Uh, we're. I look forward to seeing you on telly on uh, on Saturday evening, and uh, on South Today, people saying bunch of lunatic reindeer completely flouting the rules. Well, we're not flouting. Because no, because you're you're allowed a group of six, aren't you? Oh uh, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. Group of six outdoors. So long as we stay, yeah. So there's two groups of six, but because we've got one of my social distancing devices, that means that the two groups of six will not come closer than that distance. So we're still we'll we'll be staying apart. It's going to be people like you lot. They're going to keep us in lockdown for the foreseeable future. Well, uh, it's the people that don't wear their masks the right way around and stuff like that. that that's how we're going to yeah. be staying locked down. But, uh, yeah, but uh, what, what's your views on all these new rules and all the, uh, um, uh, you know, having a basically free-for-all around Christmas? Personally, that's, I think it's uh, I think going to... I think Absolutely it is really... stupid. Yeah, why, why sort of do that just for Christmas? I mean, don't get me wrong, right? I think I think people like sort of if you've got elderly that are on their own, should you know should be allowed. Like say for instance, you know like um, my dad. I mean, it's sort of for him to come around my house and just him around my house and no other family members, as in sort of outside our bubble. That's fine, but to have three families, so basically you could have six adults and how many kids in that in, in each of them families. Yeah, yeah. And then you could have someone coming down from a tier three place to a tier two. And, you know, so someone from Scotland, someone from Wales, and then someone in England all meeting up. I mean, that's just a disaster in my book. I think it, I think it's an accident, mate. I think end of January, early February, you have to go back into a more stringent. I hope I'm wrong, but it just no, seems, like you said, it just seems like a bloody accident. In the making, but uh, especially when they keep on saying things like um, we have to rely on the uh, the public's um, common sense not to uh, uh, you know, not well, not to flout the rules. Well, we already know that's that's not going to be the that's not going to happen. But uh, but there you go. But uh, yeah, it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. What about you, Rob? What's your view? I couldn't hear what you've. I'm nodding. You're nodding, nodding away. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think you just got to be sensible with your. Put your tears down. Is it all right? It's going to control it. But the Christmas bit, like, yeah, I'm going to go see my parents, but they're not seeing anyone else, and it will just mean that my family and them. So it'll only be six of us with me. So. Well, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's fine. Yeah. But to yeah. have three sets of family come together. And then yeah. how many, God knows how many kids. It, it's just stupid. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Ridiculous day in Wales. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort of, you know, just wait until next year and do it next year sort of stuff. Yeah. It's, well, it's, well. Well, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, no, it's looking very bleak at the moment. I mean, everybody's trying to be, uh, have you got your tree up and that sort of thing? We, we normally have our tree up, but we're getting it tomorrow. But, um, but, uh, nope. we're but, too busy. Uh, yeah, uh, well, well, yeah. No, we've got a, a floor going down next Monday, so it's um, uh, it's a bit of a muck up actually because we've got to get. Uh, I was saying to see if you put the tree up, you then got to get everything out of the kitchen and put it in the in the in the lounge, and uh, I don't know which way they're going to come in with this flooring and all that sort of thing. So it's a bit up in the air in our house at the moment still. But uh, but uh, how come no, you have another? How come you have another floor then? I thought we had a floor. No, not in the kitchen, we haven't. No, not yet. Oh, I best get one done then, don't I? I best get a back. I need a back door fitted first before I fit a door. That's right. You were saying saying that the other day. I was, well, it may have been a while ago. I was listening, I was editing another previous episode and you were talking about your your back door and your floor. Yeah. We're both too busy. I mean, poor Mrs. Benson, she's doing like sort of 170 parcels a day. I bet she, I bet she is, yeah. I bet, and I tell you what, it's going to just stay like that, especially now you've got places like Debenhams and all the top shops, mm. and goodness knows what. It's, it's. Uh, I think um, COVID. Uh, it, another casualty of COVID is is that uh, shopping is going to have changed forever. I think by the time you come out of this, you you realise what's the point of going to Basingstoke because there's nothing there that. Uh, well, there won't be, will there? But no high street. Won't. Not really. No, there'll be a few. I think there'll be a few struggling on and a few speciality shops, but there'll be uh, nothing. I mean, what's Debenhams and Basingstoke going to be? One massive Hawkins Bazaar or something once a year, or I don't know. But once they that goes, no, well, I can't think of a big, big enough chain to take over the size of the shop that they've got. But uh, no, it's uh, <coughs> dark times ahead of it. I think really. That's the only one yeah. left. Lewis, wouldn't it? John, yeah, yeah. And they got a big yeah. place just out of the town, haven't they, John Lewis? That's right, where that new Waitrose is, yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, right. they're just going to want it, are they? No. Yeah, I bet Amazon must be rubbing their bloody hands together. All these pillocks I hear, they were talking about it on the radio today, um, about conspiracy theorists and about Bill Gates trying to put a microchip in people and the 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 vaccines only is gonna is designed to take so that they get a, a a you know a bit of everyone's DNA and all this sort of business. But it's not going to be them that you know the the government. If anyone, you should point the finger at Amazon because they they must be making a bloody fortune out of this, and and uh, they'd be the ones responsible for it, or not uh, Bill Gates or whatever those lunatics are talking about. Was it that? What's that? Lawrence Fox tweeted the other day. Did you see that? Uh, what he was going on oh. about silence is violence, and uh, free, uh, freedom is, is taking off your mask. We shouldn't be wearing masks. It's, this is just the government's way of uh, trying to control us. And I think, oh, for God's sake, grow up and get a bloody life for Christ's sake. But uh, but uh, no, there's, there's some of these conspiracy things that I hear about that I've been. Uh, told about just uh, starting to get on my tits quite frankly but uh, there you go but uh, you're not allowed to see things like that anymore are you because that uh, poor old chap from the bbc's been uh suspended isn't he for saying uh 
the footballers have thrown their handbags down or something or other, and uh, he's oh, been suspended. Oh. But did you did you hear that one? Uh, I thought, Christ, you can't say anything. But uh, you're a bit quiet. You, I can. You're a little bit crackly tonight, uh, Rob. Are you doing anything different or? Not as far as I know. Oh right, no, that's better. That well, I don't know what you just did, but uh, if or if you did anything, but that was better. Staying very still now. Yes, yeah. But uh, any other any other news or gossip worth chatting about from either of you before we crack on and whatever? Recently, the amount of bloody kids who smoke around the back of my house. Other than that, around the back of your house. Yeah, they seem to be sort of hanging around at weekends. They come down from. So they go up like the um, skateboard park and stuff, but when the families go walking, they all seem to sort of filter down because we've got that little path down the back of our house between the back of the gardens next door. There's quite a lot of people smoking. So, uh, yeah, definitely little swine. Mm. Yeah, uh, it stopped now. I think the, the whoever it was doing it, um, it must have either. Uh, graduated to college or something like that or i don't know what but every evening uh after just after school time about four o'clock or half past three four o'clock there'd be someone would stand at the back of my shed smoking but they'd be smoking a spliff and it was virtually every every evening but like i said that uh, they've disappeared come the new term and what have you and obviously with with uh COVID and all that sort of thing it's been i haven't noticed it like a like i used to but it does pee you off i don't know why it used to pee me off but uh there's nothing yeah. you can do about it, really, is there? Most of them seem to be test ball kids, so they get terrified of it. Yes, yeah, I would, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. don't shit on your own doorstep, do you? No. Idiot. No, shouldn't well, do, well, anyway. Church, though. You get a lot of test ball kids coming in from sort of Oakley and Oakley and Andover during the weekend. Oh, right. I presume they've got the bus passes, so it's something they can do. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bloody kids. Yeah, kids. Bloody kids. Is it um, feral youth? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Right, should we talk about, uh, talk about this film? Which yeah. one? Uh, <laughs> well, right, should we stick to 1917 before? Uh, have either of you watched the other one? No. Yep. Have you, Rob? No. No, oh, right, okay, good. Uh, watch uh, it. The first one was crap, so I refused. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Hold on. Uh, Did he say he's refused to be watching it? Well, uh, we didn't have to, <laughs> we didn't have to for this week. God, well, you best get on, man. You best watch it for next week, then. Oh, well, so, yeah. we can get it, so we can get it out for Christmas. Yeah, I think, uh, well, um, I don't know if I would say. Uh, it, well, should we chat about it after nineteen seventeen? Because uh, I've got mixed feelings about the um, Christmas Chronicles two. As in, yeah. the very last scene where they're singing um, "Oh Christmas Tree," uh, literally made me want to vomit. Quite frankly, there are quite a few bits in the film that made me want to vomit. But uh, the bit at the end when they're all stood on the beach singing Oh Christmas Tree, I thought, my God, this is cheese gone berserk. This, this is uh, uh, super cheese or something or other. But anyway, let's, let's um, 
But um, we should now get back to the topic of uh, the Christmas Chronicles 2. Um, well, what, have you watched it now? Or? No, no, not now, Christ, no. You couldn't go from the uh, 1917 to that bloody film, quite frankly. Um, uh, has anybody else got an, another? You haven't watched it, have you yet, Rob? I haven't watched it. I've been desperately trying to find something else to watch. I can't find anything better. No, yeah. you will watch it, Rob. You will watch it. Oh, right. You want to share the pain, don't you, Blue? Well, yeah, I had to watch bloody Princess of the Bride or whatever, so you will watch <laughs> this one. <laughs> but, uh, one day you'll forgive oh, dear. You, uh, well, well, I think you no, will. I'd like to. I'd like to hear your review on the film, actually, Rob. You're you're, you're very outspoken, sort of. I said in uh, in um, uh, the message the other day that I could put Xmas Chronicles uh, one out, of it. and uh, Rob, you didn't review that one because you, um, <clears throat> for whatever reason, last last year. No, I don't think you reviewed it. When I listened to it, it was just uh, Blue and I. But I don't think I'll be able to put it out because. Um, uh, Blue and I were obviously misbehaving that night, and I think we spend the whole evening down the shed smoking, and all you can hear is uh, is us lighting cigarettes and smoking. And you can, <laughs> you know, basically, it's just Blue and I going, yeah, no, this film, and it's basically just two blokes smoking, talking about a Christmas film. But uh, right. it's... Uh, it doesn't paint this in very good light at all, so I'm not sure. Perhaps I could yeah, put it if you out put, as a. But if you put that out dis- before and after, because on on the two review you've now given up smoking, have you? Uh, on this one, I've given up smoking. Yeah, so I could uh, put a disclaimer up with it, saying that uh, um, you know we don't condone smoking; it's a disgraceful thing to do. But during this recording, we were smoking. Yeah, uh, well, and uh, it's because Rob wasn't here, so we both had a, both had a, uh, well, spent the whole evening smoking, basically. But well, uh, it was you, you, you was the instigator until that. You was like, oh, come on, Rob's not here. Let's rubbish, rubbish. You can't even remember what film we we're supposed to watch next oh, week, let alone we let alone go. me coming out with something like that last year. But uh, I can remember you had old coat. You had old Coke cans, Pepsi cans down there that we used for ashtrays. And even at one point, I did say, oh, we should open a door because it does smell a bit smoky in here. Rob's not going to be happy. <laughs> but uh, Am I, do I wrong? You saying, yeah, I do remember you saying that, yeah. I remember at yeah, one point, I couldn't, see it, I couldn't see you at the other end of my little shed. So <laughs> it was smoke was that yeah, bad. It, but, it, uh, well, it was yeah. quite bad, yeah. yeah. Well, but, well, let's not go on about that because that's not no. very good re- f- for young viewers. No, no. Not that we've got any young viewers, but, you know, just in case. But um, we're, we're getting 30 to 40 uh, downloads uh, a week, so that's oh. not too too bad. And I know, I'm pretty sure I know four of them, so, so there's a, a good few. Do you two download it? No. Do you ever listen to it? I hate no. the sound of my voice. Yeah, I do, I do too. I hate it. So I, I, when I listen back to my staff, I think, I don't sound like that. It must be the speakers or something like that because I don't sound no. like it, but no, it's I'm horrible. You do. <laughs> I, I'm exactly the same. I used to listen to them all, but now I'm, no, uh, hang on, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! You're exactly the same. Uh, you've got one of the massive speakers. You, you love your voice, and you, I bet you sit down the, the, your little this, shit shack 
for the rest of the week <laughs> saying, I, I just want to listen to my voice one more time. Let's press play. <laughs> this is what you you sound like on the old recordings. This is what you say. You say your voice sounds as clear as mine. But when you come back up here, and we're both on, a, we're all on our um, individual mics. I mean, Christ knows when that's going to be. I keep thinking it's going to be next month. I'll cancel this subscription and all this sort of thing. And it just seems to keep bloody going and going, doesn't it? But when you come back up, you two will sound the same as me. I'm not coming back up until we've got proper chairs. You've got a proper bloody chair. Don't start no, using you, that as an excuse. No, you promised comfy chairs. You've got uh, a comfy then, chair. Oh, Christ. That's, that's one chair. That, that's the folding anyway, chair that gives your ass gentlemen, ache. Yes. I've yes. got to watch this anyway. film for next week. Yes. Yeah, you have got well, to watch it. Yeah. I think, okay. uh, yes. Yes, Christmas special. Unless, uh, unless you can think of something better. Uh, no, 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 no. Stapling my fingers together by the sound of it. You've yeah. got to watch it. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Good okay. luck. Well, I have watched it. I must admit, it's taken me two attempts to watch it. I fell asleep the first time I was watching it, and and uh, um, I fell asleep about oh. twenty minutes into it and woke up five minutes from the end, and and uh, uh, so I had to watch the middle bit again. But um, yeah, it's, I, I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. Well, let's not talk about it now. Uh, uh, it's I'm too fresh in my memory. Yeah. <laughs> so, Adam, Adam and I are sort of scout around for other films, you know, for future, and then you can watch that, Rob. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, well, that's that's next week's film. But uh, any who's uh, I think 1917 was my suggestion. So um, t- t- while we're here. Uh, what whose choice is it going to be next after the after this Christmas one? And uh, what well, who, it's who, either mine or Rob's, isn't it? Yeah, it's either your or Rob's. I think it might be blue, actually. I think it could be. What did we watch before 1917? Uh, Parasite, because that was a uh, listener that was uh, request. So, oh, that was a listener's request. And who was that yeah. before Parasite? Before Parasite, it was. Let me go through my before Parasite. It was American Gangster, which was Rob. So it is your choice. Yeah. Right. Okay. I will do some scouting and see what we can find. Yeah. Um. But I, I think we need to. So, have you got a list of all the films that we've done? Yes. Yeah. So what you should do is, I think you should um send us a list of what films we've done for this year. Well. The the easiest way to do that is to um you've got you've got iTunes haven't you is to go on to go on go on to back to the film and look uh and it will say um I'll go on I'll do it now so I'll make sure I'm telling you the right thing um uh have you got to have an iTunes account uh no no you've got to have a podcast well, no you've got to have a podcast you know the podcast app that's on your right. iPhone. And they go to back to the film, and uh, when you scroll down, see it says "see all episodes." That will te- and that will have the whole list of all the films that we've done. Yeah, but is that 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 be not just this year? That'd be f- previous years as well. No? Oh, oh, right, yeah. no, some some of the ones that aren't up. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, no, I can. Um, well, I'm just I'll thinking. Know, I'll know off the should... top of my head if it's a film that we've done before. To be honest with you. Oh, just thinking that we should have a sort of, you know, choose our top three for 2020. 
uh, top films that, uh, that we, where we could do uh, top films that we've done so, uh, so that we've that we've posted. And like I said, all you'd have to do is look at the um, look at the list on the Back to the Film podcast thing. And uh, how many have we done? I think we've done nearly fifty, actually. Fifty cheapers, cheapers, weepers. So, are you getting a new microphone for Christmas? Uh, no, no, we're I'm all good for microphones. Um, do, do you know what other... you're getting for for Christmas? No, no, no. I haven't thought about it. You haven't you haven't put any uh, suggestions out there? Uh, nope. Something mm. want. No. Well, what suggestions have you put out there? Then? Me? No, I haven't either. I've, I've got no. I haven't got any idea. Um, to be honest. Um. No, I wouldn't know what. To, wouldn't know what's where to start. Well, hey ho. Um. Oh. Yeah. No. Sorry, I just had to reply to a text then. Uh. Yeah. No. Um. I, I haven't put hey, anything no, out. I know. I know what I'm getting. You're answering a text whilst you're on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, no, we weren't. Um, uh, it wasn't during the um, during the recording of the of the film. It was just uh, just literally, uh, just it was just. Uh, sorry, I've just another one come back, and I was, I'm just looking at it. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's just something I needed to answer. Uh, but, 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 all right, gotcha. But uh, yeah, no, I think we're nearly done for the evening, aren't we? Is it, have either of you watched anything else worth mentioning um, recently? Uh, no. Football. Oh, what? Sorry. I've been watching the rugby and the football. Oh, the rugby and the football. Yes, that was. I did watch some um, some of the rugby at the weekend. That was on. Uh, what in the background? And uh, well, yeah, aren't Reading sort of like third of the table? I think. Yeah, they won a game, so they've gone back up to third. Yeah, so they're doing well. And how and how unlucky were Saints? Oh, bloody typical Manchester United. I did hear about it, but yeah, you typical. Think, well, it's football. Did you um? Yeah. Did any uh, did any of you watch? Oh, I'd say it was a good thing. Did you watch that um Anton Ferdinand last night? No, I didn't. I saw it was on. It was all about racism, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a very good um. Uh, uh, that's worth a watch. Oh right, okay, worth picking up. Yeah, I, I thought it was very good. Sue is um watching um the Crown at the moment. I don't know if either of you have watched that. No. Nah, not. Yeah, no, don't float my boat. Uh, it's a bit. Uh, it's, I would say um, it's rather loose with some of its facts and that sort of thing. It shouldn't be taken as um, a portrayal of the royal family. But uh, I think they should put a disclaimer out, really, because some of the things that it comes out with, you think, bloody hell, how do you know that? But but uh, but no, it's, it's but, filmed ever so well. But going back to the Anton Ferdinand, can you remember what I think what went on at the time? Or, or was it all uh, in the news? Wasn't it something to do with the? Uh, well, I know it's something to do with racism, and wasn't it something to do with John Terry or something or other? I can't remember. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It was. What did and John Terry get up to? Well, he actually sort of um, you you, you saw his, his lips say something, which was very sort of um racist. So right. they had it on TV, and then someone interpreted it and that sort of stuff, and then it wasn't going to be taken any further. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but. It was because somewhat a viewer made a complaint and then the police got involved to do a police investigation and that's when and when it went to court. It wasn't that Anton Ferdinand was taking John Terry to court. It's because yeah. this complaint was made, they had to take him to court because of what was seen and what, sort of... Um, what was said. Yeah. Cause, um, uh, it's funny because um, I... I 
I did. Uh, the, I think they might have been talking about it on the radio the, the other day. And and uh, John Terry is one of those. Uh, he was a massive football player, wasn't he? In his in his time, a bit like Frank Lampard and all the others. But he seems to have. He's never done. Um, well, not that I'm aware of. Doesn't seem to have done much. Um, you know, punditry or anything like that. Or he's or a manager, into, isn't he? Is he? I, I have yeah, no he's a, idea. He's a manager. Wasn't he a manager of? Um, was it? Wasn't Derby? Was it? That's Bruni, um, Derby. Uh, he's definitely definitely a manager, a football manager. Because I thought his, his uh, uh, if I'm if I'm putting my head on the block here, I thought his family had a few criminal ties, didn't it, or something over there? I'm not sure, or something like that. I'm not sure if uh, that wasn't brought up. That that wasn't brought up in the um, program. No, in the program, right? But, okay. But it's um the thing is, he, he's never spoke to Anton Ferdinand since. No, no. Um, oh, right. Even Anton Ferdinand tried to send him an email recently to try and sort of, sort of, you know, let's just sort of things be things, um, and he didn't even respond to his email. Oh right, which you know, I think he, I think his words were he didn't want to bring up the past, blah blah blah. But I mean, at the time, John Terry was the England football captain. You know, don't get That's me wrong; what, everyone yeah. loves loves football and that sort of stuff. But I suppose when something's happening and, and the captaincy was taken away from him, wasn't it? Because that's right, it was. It, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. And then Capello then left the job because he he wasn't so he didn't realise that was happening or that was going to happen. Um, and it, it, it's tricky, but but it's at the same time it's it, it was showing you what was set. I mean, don't get me wrong. In in football, that's you do have really. banter. Things is it Aston Villa? It was. I don't know if it still is. Oh right. No, I don't think it is now. No, you know things get said on the football pitch, and, and you don't really meet. You know, afterwards, you don't mean, and you reflect on it. That was a bad thing to sort of, you know, wrong thing to say. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Uh, but there are limits. Um. But I, I, yeah. I think the whole program portrayed of uh, how much of a victim Anton Ferdinand was made to be for something he didn't even do. Oh, right, right. And, you know, and how he was interviewed and how John Terry was interviewed, it was different and that sort of stuff. And, yeah. you know, and Anton Ferdinand didn't do nothing wrong, you know. It was yeah. sort of, they had some bit of fist, you know, bumpy stuff in the football game, as they do, wind each other up, as they do. And then that was seen on the TV. Someone made a complaint, and then it was all blown out of sort of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not not blown out of proportion because I think something sh- it, it wasn't right. It wasn't right what he did say. It was totally wrong, and it's not acceptable for someone like that being the football game being seen by people around the world. You shouldn't see that sort of thing. Or that that sort of thing shouldn't go on. Not no, this day and age. Right. It's right. End of. You know. It's yeah. sh- 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 but it's but it still does go on. Even yeah. today, it still goes on. You know, it sort of, you know, it showed you some young, um, some young girl. I think she plays for Tottenham or something like that, and she's been recently uh, abused on the football game. And and you think to yourself, really, you know, yeah, yeah. But uh, of course, it was well, talking of football. It was uh, Maradona this this week, wasn't it? Was it last week? Yeah, but, uh, well, last week wasn't it? Yeah. Last yeah. week now, yeah. They had, uh, the the infamous hand of God and all that sort of business. But did, did you either, uh, Rob, you were probably too young, weren't you? Did you actually watch that game? I yeah. wasn't allowed to stay up and watch it. 
Yeah. Uh, did you watch it, uh, Blue? Then yeah, you I said yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I can remember because that, that was that. Well, I was mad into football then, and I can remember that first goal that he scores when he goes on the run. He was yeah. uh, there was a football. The, the chap behind him was, uh, I believe, it was Terry Butcher, and it, Terry Butcher at the time was sort of renowned for kicking the man, the ball, and anyone else in the way up into the third row of the top tier sort of thing. And I remember watching it thinking, you know, Terry Butcher's going to Butcher's going to take him out. Butcher's going to take him out. He's going to do it. He's going to... And Maradona scored a fantastic goal. And thinking, why didn't that bloke make a bloody tackle? And then I remember with the hand of God business, Peter Shilton was something like six foot five, isn't he? And Maradona's yeah. only five foot two or something bloody ridiculous. And how the hell can he jump up higher than Peter Shilton, even if he's using his hand, because Peter Shilton was supposedly jumping and stretching. I think Peter Shilton needs to take as much bloody responsibility for that goal as as uh, as, as Maradona does for cheating and doing it. But I think uh, well, anyway, yes, bloody football. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit <laughs> of a rant, isn't it? Well, not I mean, that it affect. Not that it affected me. <laughs> sort of forty years <laughs> later. <laughs> I mean, no, well, you must no. admit. He was a gifted football player, wasn't he? Oh, Christ, He was yeah. very gifted. Yeah. And, again, it's like sort of George Best. It's one of these gifted football players that have gone to sort of the wayside by sort yeah. of drugs and drink, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. from from this day and age, when you look at football players, now, love him or hate him, you've got to give it to David Beckham for oh, making yeah. a brand. For, for the brand that he's oh, made. Christ, yeah. He's, for the brand he's made for himself, yeah, definitely. And he's never done anything like the, the, some footballers have always had a bit of baggage on or off the off the pitch. But he's he's always been, all right, you could say he was a bit of a pillock when he got himself sent off for kicking in that World Cup or European Championship or whatever it was. But he was only a nipper then, wasn't he? But no, he's he's uh, pretty much an inoffensive person, just done really well for himself. You've got to tip your hat to him. <laughs> Well, like now, I mean, if you look at him now, I mean, uh, he's been put on FIFA 21 as an icon. Yeah. And he's earning more now from being an icon on FIFA 21 than he was when he was a football player. Yeah. It's astronomical, the money some of these footballers think making it. What, what do you two think of this new uh, drive to stop heading of the ball? They're gonna not allow it in. Well, that's what I. One of the suggestions is not to, or to reduce heading in practice. Obviously, in the game, you've got to do it, but uh, but not to allow it in younger tiers of football. Do you two agree with that? Or it doesn't really happen in younger football. No, I can't remember how many times I saw the ball get headed when Jack was playing. Alan's what under seventeens. Well, he's under eighteen because he's under seventeens now, and they're just sort of starting to get into it. But if they yeah. don't, it's just going to become vicious with feet getting up high. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I see a bit, a bit of it in um, girls' football. I must admit, some of the girls have got some real good heads on them and planting their way. You know, one girl that's sort of really good with her head, and you know, some of these shots get planted in and they just smack it in. And I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I totally agree. It shouldn't be done at the lower tiers. And and I think it's, you know, limiting to an age group of when they can start heading the ball in a football game, I completely agree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but, yeah. but football's 
footballs a lot lighter now than they were back in, like, for instance, your day, Adam. Yeah, they so, were. But, Christ. Yeah, they were like a bloody, it was like a, a ball of concrete with leather wrapped around it when I was a nipper. Nowadays, they're quite light, aren't they? But, uh, but I'm sure oh, yeah. it uh, still does that impact damage and all that sort of thing. It's, it's going to affect people in later life and what have you. But, uh, I'll, be- I'll bet you had felt nails for studs, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. You used to have to hammer them in the yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can yeah, remember but... being at secondary school and the first nipper came in with screwing studs and everyone sort of passed his boots around thinking, God, bloody hell, look at this. And all, whatever screwing you're studs. Yeah. I can, having a pair of Dunlop <laughs> molded studs walking around the house with them. Just yeah, to break yeah. them in a bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. yeah, but there are now, other brands out there. Yeah, well, nowadays they've got two or three different pairs of bloody boots, haven't they? One for the Astro, and one for this, and that, and the other. Yeah. Christ Almighty! For me, when I was a nipper, it was one boot fits all, basically. And uh, yeah, they did mud. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Exactly. They didn't. They didn't have Astro turf in your day, did they? No, Christ, you'd be lucky to have grass. Christ, but uh, sand, but, uh, sand. Jack stayed up and watched that um, Mike Tyson fight at the weekend. And, that was uh, a draw, wasn't it? it? It was a draw, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, I haven't actually seen it, but I can imagine, um, you know, perhaps they put on a show for, I think, well, I read about it, and they said they put on a good show for two or three rounds, and after that it was like watching two old men sort of try to slug it out, basically. But uh, Did you not stay was. up and watch it with him then? No, it was on about four o'clock in the morning. I thought, yeah, if it was a a proper big fight, I might stay up and or get up again. But uh, no, I prefer to remember Mike Tyson as he was, not. Uh, no, not, uh, you, now I bet if Kelly Kelly was fighting, you'd have stayed up to four o'clock. No, morning, wouldn't Christ, you? no, you no. lying snake. Yeah, no. If Ronda Rousey was making a comeback, I might. Oh, but there you go. Right, yeah, but uh, yeah, true. but. Uh, Right, I'm getting messages saying I need to get up the house. So, yeah, um, I'm getting. I need a cup of tea. I, I'm just going to press stop, so don't go anywhere just yet. Let it do its magic. So, um, 